Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Light, the cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations, and nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. There's trouble on the trail ahead. Oh, Silver. The ranch house of Jeb Anderson was located in a strangely desolate section of the southwestern desert. To the west, and immediately behind the sprawling cabin of spruce logs, there rose mighty Oro Mountain. It was at the base of this peak that Jeb had tunneled his tiny one-man gold mine. In the east and south, the horizon was guarded by the oddest stretch of wasteland in the world, Devil's Sink. True to its name, Devil's Sink comprised an endless maze of gullies, ravines, spires, and rocky crags, all composed of dull and lifeless volcanic slag. Nothing lived in Devil's Sink, not even hardy mesquite or greasewood. Its barren wilderness seemed to have retained the scorching heat of a million blazing suns, and neither man nor beast ever ventured beyond its outer rim. Living within sight of such desolation didn't disturb Jeb Anderson. He was content to extract gold slowly from his tiny mine in Mount Oro. He smelted the ore by hand just as the Indians had done thousands of years ago. And each night he added a little more of the shining yellow metal to the store he kept. 
Jeb was confident that no one else knew of his gold mine in Mount Oro. The people in the nearby town of Kingsford had long ago tagged him as just another solitary rancher. Consequently, he was surprised one night to be roused from his sleep by a loud pounding on the cabin door. Who is it? Open up, you old coot. What do you want? I said open the door. Well, let's cave it in. A little hard lead will fix that lock, Duke. Yeah, why waste it? He'll open up around... Who are you? We're bashful, Grandpa. I hate to tell our names. Come on in, boys. Uh, what, what do you we'll want? We'll get this over with fast. Where's the gold? I, I don't know what you mean. Yes, you do. Get behind him, Spider. Yeah, okay. And if you don't talk fast, lay your gun barrel alongside that bald head of his. All right, Anderson, where's the gold? I have no gold. You're lying. We've been watching you mine that hole in the hill for the past six months. Oh, really? I'll gab all night, Duke. Maybe. It'd be easier to fan this layout and find out for ourselves. Please, I... Sure, Duke, what are we stalling for? You're going to talk, Anderson? No, 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 I can't tell you. Let him have it, Spider. Sure. Now let's scrape this place from one end to the other. Spider, look in those drawers over there. I'll take this. Here it is, Duke. Here it is. Look at this. Jumping, Jehoshaphat. Real gold. Nuggets must be 10,000 there. If it ain't worth twice that, I'll eat it. Come on, Pete. Pick up the sack and let's hightail it. How about the old man? He's still alive. Pete, that can over there. What's in it? Smells like coal oil. Dump it. Be sure you get plenty on the walls and floor. I got you. A match, Duke? I've got one. Come on. This place will be hotter than double sink in about two minutes. Now, give me that sack. I'll pack it. Here, straddle your bronze point. Uh, I don't think I hit the old coot hard enough to finish him, Duke. Yeah, and maybe the job's not done yet. Hand me your carbine, Spider. With heat like that, it'll either fry or pop out of there. Help me. He's still alive. But not for long. Here he comes, Duke. See, the front door. I see him. That got him. Come on, boys. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. On the following morning, just as the sun peeped over the top of Mount Oro, two horsemen rode into the clearing that surrounded the blackened ruins of what had been Jeb Anderson's cabin. A quick glance told the entire story. A dead man lay sprawled grotesquely on the ground as though he had been killed while running. The horseman reined up sharply. The lone ranger wearing a disguise beneath his mask and his faithful Indian companion, Tonto. Steady, big fellow. This looks like murder, Tonto. Uh Somebody fired the house, then shot this man when he tried to escape. Plenty hoof marks on ground. Mean three, maybe four horse. Yes, and... Here, look. Deep cut on his head. No, that wasn't made by a bullet. It must have been a fight. Uh, we only knew how... Hi, you fellas! What the? Behind. And don't make any funny moves unless you want a slug in your back. Don't move, Tonto. You've got mask on. They might... You forget, Kimosabe. I've got a disguise on. All right. Turn around. Keep your paws up. A masked man. And an engine. If you don't mind my saying so, son, that gun's almost as big as you are. Outlaws. Then it must have been you two. We just rode up here a few minutes ago. I don't care when you got here or who you are. I'm afoot and I need your horse. I'm taking it. Oh, you are? Well, there are two of them. Which one do you want? The stallion or the paint? What's the difference? Quite a bit. Now, look over there. Now, uh, which do you want? Why, I guess... (laughs) 
Oh, my hand! You're not hurt, son. All I did was shoot your gun away. If you're going to hold someone up, you should remember to keep your eye on him. All right. You whip me with your draw. Now what? What's your name? I'm Jimmy Hightower. I got here at sunup. I saw that somebody had killed Uncle Jeb, fired his house. Is that or... dead man over there your uncle? Yeah. Go on. I was bringing back Uncle Jeb's sorrel pony. I borrowed it about a month ago. Where's the horse now? He ran off while I was looking over the house. That's why I needed one of yours. Needed it bad enough to steal. Is that it? No, I'm already down for horse stealing. One more wouldn't make any difference. Aren't you uh, pretty young to be a horse thief? Well, you don't have to rub it in. Just because you happen to get in a lucky shot. <laughs> well, you think that shot that knocked your gun away was lucky, huh? It couldn't have been anything else. Now look, Jimmy. See that stone well over there? Yeah. See the tin can on the ground about ten feet this side of it? Yeah. Five bullets can put that tin can into the well. But the wall around that cistern's almost three feet high. Hey, watch. Golly. Say, that's the best shooting I ever saw. I'll bet even Duke Bandy couldn't do better than that. Uh, who's Duke Bandy? Well, I thought everybody knew about him. He's the best gunfighter in this whole country. Oh, is that right? See, you've heard of the Lone Ranger, haven't you? Seems that I have. Well, he's supposed to be pretty fast with a pair of six guns, but Duke Bandy's a lot faster. At least that's what everybody says. Oh, I'd uh, like to meet Mr. Bandy. Uh, he's got a gang that holds up over in Devil's Sink. That's why the law can't catch him. You know quite a bit about outlaws, don't you? I guess it's because I'm one myself. You? And so are you. You wouldn't be wearing that mask. Maybe. You see, uh, well, this horse I was bringing back to Uncle Jeb, I, I didn't really borrow it from him. I swiped it. But you were bringing it back. Well, that didn't make any difference to my dad. He said I was a horse thief. And he's sheriff of this county. We live over in Kingsford. Uh, I mean, he does. I'm not going back. Why? Oh, he'd never believe that Cayuse Uncle Jeb's ran away. He'd think I sold the critter and put the money in my pocket. I don't think he'd be that tough on you. Yeah, well, you don't know my dad. He's half Indian. I'm quarter Indian. That's one reason I'm glad I'm getting away. Most of the Indians I know are proud of it. My best friend's an Indian. Oh, it's all right for you to say that, but... Look! Hello. Uh-huh. Those men coming up the draw. Can you see how many? Uh-huh. Six. Maybe Seven. I'm right hard. It's my dad with a posse, and it's me he's after. You better get out of here fast if you I don't... I think uh, we'll wait. All right. I'm here, you bunch of bloodhounds. Good thing we headed this way. We heard the shots. Look yonder, Sheriff. Yeah. Anderson's house plumb fired out, and there's Jeb on the ground. I see it. I've got my own ideas. I don't play any favorites, Jimmy. First it was horse stealing. Now you're tied in on a murder. And what of your own Uncle Jeb? I didn't kill Uncle Jeb. I just got here at sunup. I was bringing back his pony like you told me to. Where is it? Ran away. So you've added line to your other crimes. I think he's telling the truth, Sheriff. I believe him. My Indian friend and I got here just a few minutes after he did. I'm not likely to take the word of a masked outlaw that I've caught red-handed. He did. Yes, Sheriff. Take the guns away from these men. Put them on the horses. Sure. You're loco, Dad. These fellows didn't have anything to do with... Outlaws. So are you. Good thing your mother didn't live to see you like this. But, Dad, if... And some of you men stay here to take care of Barry and Jeb Anderson. Peters, got those two hombres ready? All set, Sheriff. You lead off. I'll trade you. Come on, Jimmy. You ride double with me. Dad, you're making a mistake. You can do all your talking to Judge Crawford. All right, Peters. Head for town. (laughs) 
Lone Ranger, Toto, and young Jimmy Hightower found that justice moved swiftly in the little town of Kingsford. On the following morning, they appeared before Judge Crawford. And so, after considering all the evidence, I've arrived at a fair and just verdict. Jimmy Hightower, for your crime of horse-stealing... I sentence you to five years in the territorial prison. Quiet, quiet in the court, quiet. And uh, as far as this critter wearing a mask is concerned, and the Indian with him, the evidence proves them both guilty of murder and robbery. It is the sentence of this court that tomorrow morning at sunrise, they shall be hung by their necks until they're dead. <laughs> Yeah. Guess that'll hold all three of you hombres until tomorrow morning. Yes, I'm sure it will. Uh, when do we eat? Not till supper time. That'll be your last meal. In the meantime, you can listen to what's going on outside. You hear it? What's that? Building a scaffold. The one you and the redskin are going to swing on. Nice sound, ain't it? <laughs> Gee... I got you into this. Now, listen, mess Jimmy. Of... Have you any idea who really killed your Uncle Jeb and robbed his house? I don't know, but I'd bet anything it was Duke Bandy's gang. Where can we find them? We can't, even if we were out of here. They hole up in Devil's Sink. I see. Otto, give me that rawhide bell of yours. Uh-huh. I want to make a slingshot. Yeah. <clears throat> there. Good. Now, Jimmy, scrape around here on the floor and find me a good sized stone. Slingshot? Stone? Are you local? Otto, when that deputy brings our supper tonight, he'll probably make us stand at the back of the cell so we can't jump him. I want you to stand directly in front of me. Uh. Then when I yell, you duck so I can use the slingshot. Mister, you're really loco if you think you can get out of here with a slingshot. Jimmy, do you hear that hammering outside? Sure, but... No chance is too great to keep from hanging at the end of one of those ropes. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger's story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Tonto and Jimmy Hightower waited in their jail cell and listened to the ominous thud of hammers that were completing the jail yard gallows. Finally, just at sundown, the hammering ceased, and they knew that the scaffold was finished. Within a few hours, the masked man and his Indian friend would be blindfolded and led up 13 steps. 
Then ropes would be placed around their necks and death would come swiftly and without mercy. Their only hope was a crude slingshot the Lone Ranger had fashioned from a rawhide belt. It isn't fair. All you did was to stop and talk to me and now you're going to die. If my dad was anything but a dumb Indian... It isn't your fault, Jimmy, or your father's either. He did exactly what he thought was right. Suppose he did. That doesn't help now. It might. Remember what I told you, Toto. Stand in front of me. Uh, me do it. Here he comes. Be ready. Well, you armies don't look as chipper as you did this morning. How did you expect us to look? Uh, you outlaws are all alike, smart and nervy. The rope will take that out of you. Maybe. Now get back there to the other end of the cell. I ain't taking any chances. Get back. I'm not going to give you any chance to jump me. I'm wise to those tricks. Now set your grub down here. When I close the door, you can come up and get it. Now, if you just Ducato. come... Uh, what the hell? Oh, you oh. did it! You beamed him with that rock from your slingshot. He's not hurt, but we'll have to hurry. I'm going to take these handcuffs. I have a plan I'm sure will work. Now, come on. Finding their horses tied behind the jail, the Lone Ranger, Tonto, and Jimmy Hightower made good their escape and rode hard for many miles. Finally, they reached the forbidding rim of Devil's Sink, there, the masked man called a halt. We'll rest here until sunrise. That is, Jimmy and I will. Toto, I want you to ride east. Take an important message. Ah, where may take it? Come here. If the moonlight's strong enough so I can see to write. Yes, I'm sure he'll be able to read this. Uh, where Tonto go? The governor of the territory. Uh, you know where he is? Uh. Uh, here, I'll read the message to you so you'll know how important it is. Territorial Governor, dear sir, Jimmy Hightower, convicted of horse stealing, sentenced five years. Deserves pardon. Please send it to Kingsford by messenger who bears this note. Now, I've signed my name. Will Governor do what you ask him? I don't know, Toto. I hope so. He's helped me in the past. Maybe he will again. Oh, what you do now? Find Duke Bandy. He's probably the one who murdered Jimmy's uncle. Maybe better Toto stay here and help. No. Clearing Jimmy's name is just as important as clearing our own. Technically, he did steal his uncle's horse. He's been convicted. We need that pardon. Ah, time to go. Get him up, Scout. All right, Silver. Where'd Tonto go? Do a mighty important job. He'll meet us later. Steady, big fella. And you and me are going to wait here till sunup? There's no use trying to find our way through Devil's Sink in the dark. <laughs> I guess you're right. Uh, now, what about those handcuffs? I think these handcuffs may help us locate Bandy's gang. Help us... What do you mean? Now, wait, Jimmy. We can't do anything till sunrise. Put those handcuffs on, Jimmy? Yes, sir. Now what do we do? We haven't the slightest idea where Bandy's hideout is. So if we can't find him, let him find us. What do you... Yeah, like this. Do you understand? Oh, Sure. <laughs> Hear any signs of anyone? <coughs> Nary a sign yet. <coughs> hey, what are you two hombres trying to do? Get your hands up. These chains won't stop me from using a gun. Mask. Now wait a minute, stranger, and take it easy. I spied you from across the ridge. Saw what you're doing. What's and... it to you? Yeah, spying on us. If we thought you were a lawman, we'd. Well, I ain't. In fact, I'm just the opposite. You might call me the same breed as you two. Yeah? Sure. No need of us showing our teeth at each other. Come along with me and I'll get them irons off you. Who are you? My handle's Pete Letterman. 
Never heard of you. You can't trust these Jaspers in this neck of the woods. You've heard of Duke de Bandy, ain't you? What of it? Well, I'm a part of his. We got a little cabin down on the floor of this sink. I know Duke'd like to meet you, gents. You could get them cuffs off, too. Well, I, uh... What do you say, kid? Well, might as well take a chance. But if this hombre tries any tricks, we'll plug him. All right. Lead the way to your cabin. The kid and I'll walk our horses and follow you. Sure. Come on. It took a good half hour for the little cavalcade to reach the bottom of Devil's Sink. The pathway was full of loops, turns, and switchbacks. Finally, they came in sight of a well-concealed little cabin that was built close to a subterranean spring. This was the secret of Duke Bandy's hideout. He had discovered water in the wilderness. He could live in the wasteland in which other men died of thirst. As they approached the cabin, a small man with thick black hair and close-set eyes stepped out of the door. Hey, Duke. What's the idea? You won't need the shooting iron, Duke. These gents are friends. Yeah? Who says so? Look. I found them up on the rim trying to knock their bracelets off. Best man. Who are you? I'm not used to names. Numbers are better. Oh, jailbird, huh? Who's the button? Just call him the kid. Well, I'll figure that out for myself. Let me see those cuffs you two are wearing. Come here. Ever wear any yourself, Duke? Oh. Oh, guess it's all right. Well, you might be long and using them braces a trick to sneak in here. No, I never thought of that. Where'd you bust out of? Kingsford. We were in for murder. Yeah? Who'd you beef? Nobody. But the law figured we'd kill the gent over by Mount Oro. Mount Oro? Was the cabin burnt? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, what's so funny? <laughs> you showing up here after being nailed for that job. <laughs> that was ours. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> we grabbed all of that old coot's gold and drilled him when his house got too hot. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess you hombres are all right. <laughs> Just unlucky, that's all. <laughs> Get a chisel and knock off the hardware, Pete. <laughs> sure, Duke. Got it right here. Hold him on this stump. There, that does it. Thanks. Come here, kid. Just uh, the two of you here? No. Spider's running up the horses. He'll be back pretty soon. We got a job on tonight. Job? Where? Place you just left. Kingsford. What's in Kingsford? Uh, Not much. Bank, express office. Most of all, a sheriff. Sheriff? Yeah, an engine sheriff that I don't like. Tonight I'm going to tell him about it. With lead. You mean that... I'm going to riddle that dumb redskin before he knows what's going on. You gents might as well come along. The more, the better. Yeah, sure. Uh, by the way, stranger, that's a nice set of peacemakers you got in those holsters. Let me see one of them. My guns? Uh, sure. <laughs> see, real fancy, ain't they? Bet they got good action. Uh, how do they break? Yeah, slick as a whistle. These bullets, uh... Oh, I see. What's the matter? Put up your hands, you double-cross and low down. Duke, what's wrong? You almost fooled me, too. I should have known when I first saw you wearing a mask. But it didn't catch on till I saw the silver bullets. So you were going to get in here and pull some of your lawman tricks, huh? Lawman? Who is this critter? He's the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger? So this is the critter. Let him have it, Duke. No. Well, wait till we get back from Kingsford. But how are we going to... Get take- the stakes and some rope. Tie them both out in the sun. 
After about 10 hours at 150 degree sun, there uh, won't be enough left to plunge. Sure, Duke. I'll get the ropes and stakes. The Lone Ranger. <laughs> well, mister, this is one time you run up against somebody smarter than you are. I'd like to see you about uh, 2 o'clock this afternoon, staked out in the middle of the sink. <laughs> Duke Bandy proceeded with his murderous plan. The Lone Ranger and Jimmy were tied to large stakes face up toward the blazing desert sun. And as the long hours wore on, the torture was almost unbearable. I don't think I can stand this much longer. It's tough, Jimmy, but we've got to stand it. We've got to get out of here some way and warn your father. You know, I've been thinking the only reason a kid like me can stand this is because I'm part Indian. And Indians are tough. I'm proud I'm an Indian. Sure, sure you are. And another thing, Jimmy, I... What? Listen. Thunder. Yeah, thunder. And that means rain instead of the scorching sun. More than that, if it rains hard, the ground will be soaked. Maybe soaked enough so we can pull up these stakes. Yeah. Keep hoping, Jimmy. Within a half hour after the rain began to fall, the Lone Ranger and Jimmy Hightower had freed themselves from the stakes and were astride their horses that the outlaws were unable to catch. Duke and his gang have a head start. I know a shortcut. Lead the way, Jimmy. Ride for all you're worth. Get up, boy! We made it! And there's no sign of Duke and his gang yet. Right straight to your father's house. It's right here. Ho! 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 There's Duke now. Easy. Quick, we've got to warn your father. Into the house. Uh, Dad! Dad! Jimmy! And the mess, man. Quick, Sheriff. Duke and his men are almost here. Got your rifle. But you and escape prisoner, man. You tell him, Jimmy. Will you see, Dad? Never mind explaining. If it's Duke's crowd, I've got some shooting to do. Never mind, I'll get him. Oh, my arm! I think I got one of them. Hold your fire! I'm through! Oh, my, don't shoot! Keep your hands up and walk this way. Honest, Sheriff, we didn't know it was you. We thought it was a lone ranger and a kid. Here! It is a surprise, isn't it, Duke? I thought you too. Sheriff, these are the men who killed and robbed Anderson. They boasted about it to Jimmy and me. They're guilty, all right. I can see it in the faces. I guess we'll have use for that new gallows after all. Good. What's going on here? Yeah, hello, Judge. I'm just arresting the real killers of Jeb Anderson. One of them is dead. These are the other two. Look, uh, I, I thought that... Oh, Scott, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Uh, letter to Sheriff. Here. Go on, Sheriff. Read it. I think I know what it says. Sheriff, convicting this masked man, the Indian, of murder may have been a mistake. But your son, Jimmy, is still guilty of horse-stealing. And he's got no right to be out of jail. Now, Get now, I think... Judge. Read this. Glasses. Wait, you know one can't read without my glasses. What's it say? A full pardon for Jimmy. It is signed by the governor. The, the governor? What, what, I, what, I, I, I'm I, proud of you, son. Well, not half as proud as, as I am of you, Dad. I wanted to... Hey, where'd he go? He, he and Taro, they've disappeared. Who, son? Who do you mean? The best friend we'll ever have. The Lone Ranger.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. 